ancient super predators of the Mesozoic. Prehistoric Podcast! All right, guys, today on the Prehistoric Podcast, I am Nick, and this is... Dylan, the master of dinosaurs. And we got an awesome topic. We put a ton of research into this. It's the top predator families in the Mesozoic, and we have a featured dinosaur for each predator family that we're going to be talking about today, and we're going to try to do them mostly in size order, and we're going to be starting with... Velociraptor. All right. Break down those stats, Dylan. And the family was Dromaeosaurs, and... The other dromaeosaurs are Deinonychus, Utahraptor, and Dromaeosaurus. There were others, too. Those are just the sample. And it's a, a really small dinosaur. It's only 33 pounds, and it lives in Lake Cretaceous. What did it look like, Dylan? Give us a description. Basically, it looked like a turkey with arms and sharp teeth. It didn't have the waddle, though, right? No. It was, it, it was like a, a turkey with a big jaw instead of a beak. And one of the things about Velociraptor that makes it distinctive is it has that big claw on its foreleg, right? Yeah, and if you have no idea what the real Velociraptor looks like, just think of the Jurassic Park one and cover it with feathers. <laughs> and then shrink it quite a bit as well, right? Yeah. All right, how did it kill? Well, it used its distinctive claw to pierce the throat of its victims, ripping out the jugular vein or the carotid artery rather than slashing the belly. Basically, its claw was rounded, and that would indicate it wouldn't be able to slash, but it pierced its prey. The types of prey species it also attacked would be difficult to slash because they would have thick skin. So it used something that we call the raptor prey restraint model, similar to modern hawks and eagles. They had a similar attack, attack style. What were the steps of the raptor prey restraint model, Dylan? They leap on the prey and then pin it down and then grab it with the sickle claws and feed on the animal while it's still alive. Yeah, crazy. So that we see that behavior in hawks today. It had a saw-like beak and it used a saw motion-like bites similar to modern day Komodo dragon. And then it would use its beak mainly just to finish off prey if its claws and kicks weren't enough to finish it off. It was an excellent tracker, and it was agile and swift. Dylan, do you want to cover if it hunted in a pack or not? It's unknown, but the closely related Deinonychus would hunt. There's evidence that it hunted in packs. There's no direct evidence that shows a Velociraptor hunted in a pack, but we know other Dromaeosaurs have evidence that support them hunting in packs. We just haven't found evidence at this time that a velociraptor hunted in packs what did it hunt dylan it ate animals like lizards mammals and would eat small dinosaurs like protoceratops and small herbivores like homolocephaly yeah that's a, a tough we don't know if we pronounce that one right but that's a tough one but it's a it's a tiny little theropod all right moving on we're gonna talk about one of the first big predators of the early Jurassic. What is it, Dylan? Dilophosaurus. And its family was Dilophosaurus, and the other Dilophosaurus were Draco Venator. 
Dracovinator. Wow, that's a cool name. I want to be a Dracovinator for Halloween. Its size was medium and its weight was 880 pounds. And it lived in the early Jurassic, right after the Triassic. We covered this in the Jurassic Park episode, but why don't we remind everyone what a, what a Dilophosaurus doesn't look like. That guy who has a head like a frilled lizard. <laughs> From Jurassic Park. And is like three times smaller. This is an 880-pound theropod. This was no lightweight dinosaur. It was pretty much Utah raptor size. So it had like a split crest on its Just head. Just think of the Jurassic Park velociraptor without the frills. And then give it give it a, a weird head crest. Like no, a, the Jurassic Park one has crest. Oh, okay. Gotcha. How did it kill? A kick in its upper jaw meant it could attack by gripping and holding on a prey like a modern croc. It actually had a notch in its upper jaw that was meant to keep prey from escaping. So it would first snap prey up in its front jaws like a croc. It would have a powerful bite in its front jaws. And then it could have delivered several slashing bites to the prey or stay clamped on. Then the prey would be moved further back in the jaws where its big teeth were located. The prey would then be killed with... Lots of slicing bites, again, similar to crocs, but it also had sideways-facing teeth that would further mash up its prey. And did it hunt in packs, Dylan? Maybe, but if it did, they are probably consisting of only a few members, like two or three. What did you find out about the types of things it ate? It initially was thought to be a pescivore or scavenger. Paleontologists now think... It had equipment to, to hunt larger game. Its true diet is unknown. But it, we assume it ate both land and sea creatures, similar to spinosaurids. Be large enough to hunt prosauropods. It also ate small mammals as well. The next dinosaur is Ceratosaurus, and its family is, of course, Ceratosaurus. The other dinosaurs are Genusaurus, Tarasosaurus, and Ozraptor. Ozraptor, that's a cool sounding dinosaur. Its size was medium, weight 2,000 pounds, which is a ton. Okay, that's a. That's it a lived good in the late Jurassic, and it basically looked like a T Rex with little bumps on along its back and with three horns on its head. Oh, that's really cool looking. Um, one thing that's worth noting is they found these alongside Allosaurus fossils, but the Allosaurus fossils they find outnumber the Ceratosaurus fossils by about seven to one. Its teeth were comparable to a modern wolf. Long teeth would be used as fangs to make really fast bites. Its bite force would be concentrated because it had a narrow skull. It evolved long fangs due to having to compete with Allosaurus. Both species preferred eating different parts of dead animals when scavenging, and its fangs could be over 9 centimeters long. Did it hunt in packs, Dylan? No, its fossils are rare to find, so there isn't any current evidence of it. And what types of things did it eat? Crocs, turtles, lungfish, and it scavenged as well. That Ceratosaurus looks like a cool predator, but I guess he just scavenged, so that's kind of boring. <laughs> maybe maybe there's more to be learned about Ceratosaurus because 
They're very rare fossils, so we just don't know that much about it right now. The next dinosaur is the Allosaurus, which is an, is an Allosaur. This is always like the, the dinosaur that's named after the group. Well, not always. There's a couple that I did where I didn't do the feature. Its size is medium, and it's 500 pounds or 2.3 metric tons. Fun fact, Allosaurus is the only member of the Allosaurus family. That's weird. <laughs> and it lived in a late Jurassic to early Cretaceous. That's a long dinosaur. Yeah, he survived in, into the Cretaceous. And, uh, well, there was no Jurassic extinction. He was out, out predated or possibly evolved. I'm not exactly oh, sure. Oh, we learned that the last Allosauruses lived in uh, the Arctic. Okay. Oh, that, that's right. They the, There were Allosaurs that still lived in the Arctic um, the that had not been pushed out by by uh, larger tyrannosaurs. Right. So it had a killing style similar to to uh, ancient saber-toothed carnivores of the Cenozoic. Is that it like a smilodon? Yeah, like a smilodon. It could open its jaws extremely wide because it had a reduction in jaw and neck muscles for this purpose. It did not have saber teeth. It would actually use the top of its head like a hammer and just drive its jaw repeatedly down on the prey animals and then rake the animal, leaving big wounds. It would weaken its victims and basically let them succumb to their wounds while it stalked them and stayed out of danger. It was an ambush predator, most likely. Another theory thinks Allosaurus may have also been a flesh grazer when dealing with sauropods, which would basically, they would ambush a sauropod and take a bite, take a chunk out of it and run off. They wouldn't need to make an effort to kill the sauropod because they would basically just get enough food taking little bites out of it. Oh, they're kind of like Carcharodontosaurus. Yeah, basically, I, in fact, I believe when we get to Carcharodontosaurus, that is mentioned again. For an orthinopod, it possibly could pounce on the prey and use multiple slashing bites in the throat, similar to how big cats attack with modern big cats that we see. Allosaurus also had a running speed of around 34 miles an hour. Fun fact, it's pronounced ornithopod, not orthinopod. Aha, well thank you for that. Um, pack hunting, Dylan. Maybe, but it is uncertain. However, there is evidence for cannibalism, so they don't think that it, it would uh, hunt in packs. So we think that groups of allosaurs that were found together were probably just fighting over dead carcasses. It hunted ornithopods, stegosaurs, and sauropods. There's a lot of evidence supporting stegosaurs being the main prey animal. They have found allosaurus with stegosaurus tail punctures in it. It was also a cannibal, and it ate sauropods like Apatosaurus, Diplodocus, and Camarasaurus. Wow. So it was a very successful hunter for a long time. Moving on to... Carnotaurus. Exactly. What's the family? The family is Abliosauridae, and the other dinosaurs are Majungasaurus, Abliosaurus, and Quilmisaurus. <laughs> and those are just examples. There's more. Its size was medium, and its weight was 300 pounds, and it 3, lived 3,000 pounds. Oh, yeah, 3,000 pounds. That's 1.5 uh, tons. Wow. And it lived in the Lake Cretaceous. And, how, and how, it has a really distinctive look. It, uh, it kind of looks like that Ceratosaurus, but they got rid of the, the, the nose horn. 
but it has really distinctive like devil horns, almost like a bull horns on the top of its head, right? Yeah. And that's what what's really cool looking, in that's, my opinion. About that's why its names means carnivorous bull. I said it looked like a bull, and it's called carnivorous bull. That's really cool. So how did it kill? Quick but not strong bites. It had an elastic jaw similar to a modern snake, so some think that it may have swallowed small prey whole. It could project its teeth forward and then spike smaller prey. Its backward projecting teeth would then prevent prey from escaping. So that's kind of cool. It had teeth kind of pointing inwards that would keep the prey in once it ate it. <laughs> it may still have been able to hunt larger dinosaurs. Its bite force is about two times that of an American alligator. Another ambush predator, and it would use the same sort of wound and let bleed technique that uh, the Allosaur, we just talked about with Allosaurus. And Carcardontosaur. And it was a uh, top speed of about 30 miles per hour. Dylan, did it hunt in packs? It's unknown, but it could have hunted in small packs of two to three. And what did it eat? Small game and larger sauropods like Titanosaurus. Oh, that's cool. Well, um, it would have had to have probably teamed up if it was going to take down a Titanosaur, right? Yeah. Unless it was just specializing on juveniles, yeah. which a lot of these may have done. All right. What is our next featured dinosaur? Giganotosaur, which was a Carcharodontosaur. I think that's the first one that's not like its own group. No, nope. uh, we did that with um, uh, Carnotaurus as an Abeliosaur. Well, I keep thinking of uh, Carnosaurs. Velociraptor is a Dromaeosaur. And the other Carcharodontosaurs are Mapusaurus, Tyranotitan, and Carcharodontosaur. The size is large, and its weight is 14,000 pounds, 6 to 8 metric tons. Are they the same as normal tons? Um, I should know this answer, but I don't. And they live in the late Cretaceous, and they look like kind of like a T-Rex, but with the spikes. And they never show them with feathers, whereas T-Rexes are normally shown with feathers well, these days. I don't think uh, they could have spikes and feathers. That would be weird. Yeah, so maybe it didn't have feathers then. It's known, all Carcardontosaurs are known for having these sharp, knife-like teeth. They're always described as being knife-like. Um, it had a muscle adaptations that were focused on the speed of its bite. Basically, the lower jaws were adapted to make slicing bite. It most likely captured them, bit its prey to death. Similar to Allosaurs, it was probably a flesh grazer, and it may have bitten chunks out of wounds, and most likely animals it did take down that it wasn't grazing on, it would wound and then stalk until the, uh, you know, until the prey would succumb on their own wounds. So it seems like a lot of these predators had that same sort of style of killing. And packs, Dylan. Most likely, in 2006, a bone bed was analyzed as and Mapusaurus, a close relative of all different ages, were found, and they think that it did do pack hunting. That's how it brought down sauropods like Argentinosaur. At least. Well, that was a Mapusaurus, which is kind of like with the Velociraptor. We think it probably hunted in packs because we found evidence of another Carcardontosaur that hunted in packs. Dinonychus. Uh, well, with the Velociraptor, we found Dinunychus hunted in packs. With a Giganotosaurus, we found its cousin Mapusaurus hunted in packs. Yeah. So we're inferring that 
Giganotosaurus probably also hunted in packs. What did they eat? They were generalized predators. They basically ate anything that was small of them. Juvenile sauropods, herbivores, even other carnivores. And they would also rip chunks off the larger sauropods. Were they cannibals? Yes. <laughs> that seems to be a pretty common theme. Is it a safe assumption to say all these predators were cannibals? That, that maybe is accurate. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, so, yeah, it did the flesh grazing. Now here's one of our favorite dinosaurs coming up next. And what do we got next? Spinosaurus, which was a spinosaur. The other dinosaurs are Baryonyx and Irritator, but there were nothing like it. <laughs> uh, what is the size of that one? Its size is large, and its weight is 14,000 pounds, 6 to 8 metric tons, the same as the Jigga. And it lived in the Lake Cretaceous. And, man, this is... Describing its appearance is interesting because you know how it looks in Jurassic Park. So if you just bend it over further because we think it might have drug its hands along the ground and give it like a tail sail. And look at almost like it has a bite in the middle of its sail, like the shape. Yeah, it has like a different sort of shape than we thought. It has like a little wave to it. It's not like a Dimetrodon and anymore. That, and it has a, a fin. It's like a tail fin. It used its tail to propel itself through the water. And it was a quadruped walking all fours. Yeah, it probably drug it. It probably could walk on its back legs, but it probably preferred to sort of drag its hands on the ground. How did it kill? Recent fossils show that it has a tail spine now that allowed it to propel through the water. So it was probably an excellent swimmer. There was a pretty lively debate before that on whether it was semi-aquatic or not. And now... I won't say it's settled, but it seems to be leaning towards being mostly water. And it actively pursued prey through the water using its tail propulsion to hunt them down and its crocodilian mouth to take them down like a modern croc. The old viewpoint is a Spinosaurus may have spent time in the shorelines and hunted prey like a modern stork by basically jabbing its head in the water. With all that new fossil evidence, for all the swimming adaptations, that's losing popularity. Did it hunt in packs? No, there's no evidence. And I don't think it needed to hunt in pack. And uh, what was its diet like? What did it eat? It ate sawfish, other fish, crocs, juvenile dinosaurs, occasionally preyed on pterosaurs, sharks, giant colocasts. What is a colocanth? What was that word? A giant fish? Oh, it's a giant Mesozoic fish. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we saved the best for last, or maybe not the best, but the biggest and the, and the baddest for last anyway. Uh, what do we got for last? T-Rex. And what does his name mean? T Tyrant Lizard King. What's they named it right? <laughs> yeah, they named it right. For a while, both Giganotosaurus and Spinosaurus were thought to be bigger. But and Carcardontosaurus and Mapusaurus. Now, now T-Rex is back on top. Tell us a little bit about this dino. It was a Tyrannosaur, and the other Tyrannosaurs were Nancusaurus, Tarbosaurus, Lyinthornix, and Eutyrannus. Lythrothronax, maybe. We need the phonetic spelling on here, huh? Anyway, how big were these Tyrannosaurs? They were large... I mean, the T-Rex was large. The weight was 19,000 pounds, and it was 7 to 9-plus metric tons. And it lived in the late Cretaceous, like most of the other big ones. 
So basically, everyone knows what a T-Rex looked like. I think if you add tail feathers and a nice coat of uh, fur on its back and head, I think you got it. Yeah, you basically put it on its head all the way to its tail. That T-Rex that you grew up with and stick some fur on its back, basically, and you got a T-Rex. All right, it is well known for having the largest bite force of any known land predator ever. It could bite and crush bones, and it regularly hunted armored dinosaurs like ankylosaurs. It had a highly developed sense of smell and sight compared to other predators. In fact, we covered this in our Jurassic Park episode that it could see as good as a modern eagle. It wasn't particularly fast, but it was faster than most of its prey. It would basically use its bite force to pierce prey and crush their bones. It would chew on bones and it would extract nutrition from the bone marrow of the carcass remains. Basically the same as we see in modern hyenas because that's where a lot of the nutrition in an animal don't is. Don't vultures do that too? Vultures probably do do that. I don't know the answer to that, but it sounds reasonable to assume that. It could also open its jaws very wide and it could replace its teeth very quickly if it lost teeth in, a, in a, an attack. So there was a long early debate on whether it was a pure scavenger, so you might hear about that, but fossil evidence shows many Tyrannosaur bites that had healed in the fossil record, so we know that those bites were inflicted on live prey. So basically, we're done with the scavenger theory. This was definitely an apex predator. Tell us a really cool new fun fact we learned today about the T-Rex. It may have had poisonous saliva with, like, bad bacteria in it. And, so, and it's kind of like the teeth of Komodo dragons living today. So, yeah, they found little chambers in it that were similar to how a Komodo dragon, I guess, can, can deliver a little bit of uh, bacteria in with its bite. So... It slammed its jaws down on something and then shook it apart like a modern croc does, except with the bite force that could crush a car. <laughs> Did it hunt in packs? Well, fossils from a drowned Tyrannosaur family may have suggested that it hunted in family packs like modern wolves. And these packs actually, I read somewhere, but I don't have enough research to say if this is true or not. I'm going to have to do some more research. But they may have been matriarchal, meaning that they were led by a female. Maybe the males were just alone. The males might have been solo hunters, and it might have been that the juveniles stayed with the mom for long periods of time. Yeah. That, that does seem to make sense. So what did it eat? Basically, anything it could get its hands on, but run us down the list anyway. Hadrosaurs, ceratopsians, ankylosaurs, sauropods such as alamosaurus, and other tyrannosaurs. Elasmosaurus. No, alamosaurus. Is it alamosaurus? Yeah, alasmosaurus yeah. is a plesiosaur. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Uh, corrected dad again on, on, on the pronunciation. Here's a fun fact. Tyrannosaurus lived with triceratops and ankylosaurus at the same time and place. Wow, that's really cool. I like that fun fact. Man, this was a really cool and long episode, and I hope you guys dig it. This entire report we came up with is seven pages long, and it has pictures and everything, so you're going to want to get over to the Prehistoric Podcast and check it out because we put a lot of time into putting all this information together, and I hope you guys learned something today. As always, if we got anything wrong, leave us a comment.